Well, hey, y'all. It's Rachel. Well, well, howdy. (laughs) Howdy. I was, you know, feeling a little, I don't know what. It's like, um, you're looking away from the camera and you're like, oh, I didn't see you there. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going for. (laughs) Well, hey, what are you doing to my ears? (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to my so-called mess. Hey, Eddie. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. You're fine? Yeah. Good. That I have is... clean teeth now. Or just the bottom is clean. The top is still dirty. Did they have you use special different toothpaste after your words? No, it was weird. They were like, you have good dental hygiene. Just keep it up. Keep up the good work. But you have to see us every six months now. But you have to see us every day. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, I just bought a contract where I <laughs> pay by the year. Just going for a quick swish. Apparently, you got to go into the dentist. They they have tools that can clean your teeth that you can't get. Yeah, it's crazy. And you need. Yeah. It's I'm, ridiculous. I need to make an appointment. Maybe I'll go there. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty pretty painless. I'm petrified. I get I went in with like this huge thing like, "Oh, I have bad teeth." Like, I know I have bad teeth, and I came out thinking I don't have such bad teeth. That's good. Yeah. That's a success story. I don't think it's always that way. That is a su- success story. I'm having trouble talking lately. Let's just not talk. Let's okay, just... well, we just sit quietly and look Breathe. at each other. Now I, f- I should talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get my front teeth rebonded, but it's super expensive. Oh, uh, what's that? I used to have a big space between my front teeth, mm-hmm. so they bonded. They put, like, fake tooth. <laughs> I don't know what they did. Insert fake tooth noise. <laughs> what would a fake tooth noise be? Yeah, and there's all these things that dentists can do, and they're, like, telling you about it, and it's like, I didn't even know that was a thing, dude. Like, fine. Like, they showed me some things on the x-ray, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't read x-rays. You don't? You do? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I'm big enough to admit it. I was supposed to get a... I still haven't gotten a... Um, thing to wear at night in yeah, my mouth retainer or headgear or something neither mm, of those mm. mouth guard mouth guard nice but i never did it they sell those at um walmart or something okay i scrape my top teeth over my bottom teeth yeah. they, um, they sell you this little block of something and you boil it and then you take it out and you wait a second, and then you bite down, and it, and it makes Oh, just it, like the mouth guard when you played sports? Yeah. That's yeah. all a mouth guard is? Yeah. Okay, they're the same word. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I should put two and two together. But I feel like the other one's supposed to protect your teeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this one's supposed to destroy your teeth. <laughs> like working through this. But that one's supposed to keep a, a puck from breaking your teeth. Yeah, there you go. I guess that's the difference. But yeah, I, I like... This Overly. to protect you from yourself. Yeah, because I guess my top teeth rub against my bottom teeth a lot. I wonder if it's possible to sleep with a mouth guard in, though, right? Wouldn't they that... make ones for, like, TMJ and stuff. Oh, maybe they're, like, special ones, like little condoms, like, for your upper teeth mm, and then for your lower mouth teeth. Mouth condoms? And you can't, like, you can't, they just don't fall off. They would. I mean, if it's a good condom, it shouldn't fall off. 
If it's the right size, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, if you're not thinking too big you of yourself. You don't want to get a mouth guard that's too big for your teeth. No. The, same with condoms. And you don't want to get a mouth guard that's too small for your teeth because then it'll break. You'll break right through it. Same with condoms. Yeah, you'll end up pregnant. <laughs> My teeth are going to be pregnant. Um, yeah. So I'm glad you had a good experience. I have doctor. I have dentist phobia. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Did you ever see the? There's multiple movies about it, right? About dent? No. When no. they when they do like bad when people get sexually assaulted in the dentist chair. No, I mean that's like a different one. Like the dentist is a sadist. Steve oh, yeah, Martin's yeah. in it, maybe. There's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of sadist dentist movies. And I think Steve Martin's in all of them. Is he? Maybe he's got some kind of tooth fetish. Yeah. But yeah, then there's like the under. But I've been like, here's the thing. Oh, I guess maybe they were put out out. Because I, I feel like I hear dentist stores like, yeah, I was under nitrous. And the dentist took advantage of me. But like, you kind of know what's going on when you have nitrous. You just don't feel pain. Yeah, or everything's funny and it just is like, oh, yeah, yeah go ahead and yeah, go have ahead some and sex with me. Maybe that's what it is. Go ahead and tear my teeth out with your hand. Yeah, that was a Seinfeld episode, right? Like his shirt was untucked or something. I think so. Like I'm pretty sure I took my shirt in. I think you're right. Seinfeld. Yeah, they're all over the place. Did you see that um, Donna Chang's changed its name? No. Because of Seinfeld? They, their name originated from the Seinfeld e- episode. They changed their name because they felt like it was, it could be considered anti-Asian. Oh, okay. So it's called something... I don't even know what it's called anymore. That was the Asian restaurant in Five Points? Yes. Okay. I was like... I never connected those two things for some reason. Yes, but it was from that episode where they didn't know if she... Yeah. What did they change it to? <sighs> Don't know. I was going to make a really bad joke, but yeah, I decided yeah, I was like, like, I should like not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Walk and Roll is a pretty good one. Like as far as yeah. fast food Chinese names go. But that was a good... I haven't been there in a long, whoops, in a long time. To Donna Chang's? Yeah. I went twice. I didn't like it. Yeah. My favorite, the one thing they have that I love is their um, fried eggplant sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it eggplant? I think so. Spicy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't know what they changed their name to, but. The, that- my favorite thing that they had was alcohol. <laughs> and then like, that's, you know, that's fine. But when you say that about a restaurant, you just don't go back. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? I feel like I was going to, like, hiccup. No, That's it didn't fine. happen. You're okay to hiccup, right? What if, like, you know when you're going to hiccup and then it, like, comes out as a burp? It's like you're not sure what's going to come out of your mouth? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that feeling. Okay. If you're on Atlanta Highway, there's a restaurant by the old Omni, a seafood place. Oh, okay. And apparently it's like a boil place. And they bring your food to you in the plastic bag and then open it up over your table. And then you've got, like, a big plastic covering for your boil. That sounds awful. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Have you never been to a crawfish boil? Um, in a backyard, maybe. Okay, so if you go to like a crawfish boil, they're going to either put plastic or newspaper down on a table and just throw the boil across the table. Right. Yeah. So same thing. Yum. I don't know what's appealing about that. The newspaper getting all 
Saturated. Maybe you do. Maybe you do newspaper then plastic. Yeah. I love boils. I haven't had one in a long time because I. But now I can. That's such a weird way to eat something. Thrown on a table. Yeah. Because then you got to reach for it and shuck it real fast, or like. If it's crawfish, you got to peel it real quick. Not Take very COVID friendly. It's kind of like bobbing for apples. I never thought of it that way, so I'm trying <laughs> to pretend. You all share a giant communal trough. You know, you're nope. like. Nope. You're that's, like, okay. That's my section. We all know whose section is whose. Yeah. Sort of. Except when you reach over and grab somebody else's. It's all touching. Talking about communal, like gross communal things. <laughs> Let's keep the gross going. So, Saturday, mm-hmm. I was going to play tennis. Oh, right. As you do. As I do. Because, you know, I'm a tennis pro now. And I was going in the bathroom. I hadn't been home most of the morning. I was, like, running errands and got tea. And I went to go put sunscreen on my face. I don't know. I went to the bathroom to do something not toilet related. Something mirror related. Mm-hmm. But I'm in my bathroom and I'm just like, do do do, you know, minding my own business, doing my thing, putting stuff on my face. And I turn and I look at my toilet and it's full of dirty water. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, who knows? I'm like, I, I didn't just use the bathroom, but it just like. And I had just gotten home at that point, too, from wherever I came from. So I tried to plunge it. Didn't work. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're at your house? Yes, this is my house. Oh, okay. Sorry, this was not... No, I thought you were out at the tennis court. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, of course it's going to be like a gross little... No, this was in my house. And then I noticed that... And then as I'm like trying to plunge it, I look down, I'm like, oh, there's fucking gross water on my floor. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, so the plunging won't work. And I'm like... And then, of course, I'm going through my head. I'm like, is this a like a... I don't know how to take care of myself moment mm-hmm. because I, I never knew until I, I never knew how to plunge a toilet until recently, like until about a year ago. Like that's just not something I've heard. Yeah. Someone the, took care of it uh, until you do it. It's kind of a mystery. And then you do it and you're like, Oh, that's yeah. yeah. And then, but I'm like, I don't, I'm like, do I need to turn the water off? I don't know how to turn water off. So mm. like I'm going through like, is this just a me not knowing how to like plunge properly problem? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong. It just was a weird occurrence. So I'm like, okay, it's not working. Do I call the landlord? Do I text the landlord? Do I just see if it goes away? Do I pray it goes away? Yeah. Hope some prayers. Oh, God, renting. And then I'm walking out of the bathroom. I turn my head. I look in my bathtub. Not on purpose. I just happened to glance over there. My fucking bathtub was filled the same way. Oh, no. Then, so I text my landlord. I call my landlord. I'm watching TV and I hear a noise and I'm thinking like, I mean, it took me a good minute to put this all together. I'm like, this scene has a lot of water sounds in it, Mm -hmm. but we're not on a lake. Oh, you're on the show. On the show. I'm like, there's no lake. They're not in the bathroom. There's no shower running. And then in the background, a couch floats by. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? And then I go, my bathroom is like flooded. It's coming into the hallway now. Ew. You have wood floors? Yes. Ew. Gross. Not wood floor in the bathroom. That would be gross too. That would be. Um, But yeah, once water gets on wood, it swells up and it's going to be all. So that was my 
Saturday. That took up most of my Saturday. So no tennis on Saturday. I had to put it off for yeah, a Yeah, you were swimming in it. I was, yeah. It was so gross. And then, so someone came out to fix it or see what it was. And like, but like I couldn't even, I, I cleaned the bathroom. I bleached it. He had to take the whole toilet off, which also grossed me out that then my toilet was on my floor somewhere else. Yeah, that's awful. It was so gross. But I couldn't, I bleached my shower. I used shower cleaner. Mm-hmm. I like ran scalding hot water for like 30 minutes. It took me two days to be able to step in that shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. So I've changed a toilet before too, and it's just a gross cleaning job. Like, it, I, ugh. the whole day I was so, I had like 3,000 candles lit. My house probably smelled like they were not all the same scent candle. Some were like tobacco y, some were like ginger. Oh, yeah, you had to get the right balance. <laughs> there wasn't no, I just, whatever candle I found, I was like, fuck it. Yeah. So my house smelled from this bathroom, in whatever, you know, from. It smelled like a candle shop. With bad plumbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to the flea market? They have like an incense, like, booth. No. No. But they do? Yeah. I have a like, weird thing about flea markets. What is it? Well, when I was little, I really thought they had fleas. Oh, okay. So like, and then for some reason, my mom was always anti-flea market. Mm-hmm. So she never wanted, would let me go. Yeah. And then I've been to some, some I like, but J&J in particular freaks me out. It's a little freaky. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. It's not like, you might want to like. Clutch your pearls if you go there. <laughs> I feel like everything, a lot of things are might have fleas. Oh, you're worried about fleas. Well, I, I mean, that's fleas. not the only thing. But I really thought there were fleas in jars. Like, because I never went, like, growing up. It took me a really long time to understand. I remember the first time I went to a flea market, I was looking for the flea booth. What is the point of calling it a flea market? Like, where did that even come from? Is it because when people started getting rid of things that had fleas on it for, like, other people? Oh, they nice. were like, I don't know. I'm curious. Like that, the stuff you like didn't want to tell you didn't want to keep because mm-hmm. it was dirty and had fleas. Yeah, you sent it to the flea market. Fleas. I'm taking it. Oh, to the I, thought, flea <laughs> I thought you were just saying that right now. Yeah, like my mattress has fleas. <laughs> why? Why do they call it a flea market? But that's all I can think of. No, that's. I think that's fine. That's a good definition. Um, if it's any different, I'd oh, be let down. It's. It is because. It's from France. Oh, France. God, now it's like... And it's translated from the French Marche au Paul. I don't know. Which means outdoor bazaar. But then why do they translate it to flea market? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't grow up like garage sailing. You didn't? No. Nah. I mean, I don't know if everybody did. I, um... I have a distinct memory when I became like a 20 something or like a teen and we started, I started going like thrifting with my girlfriends or whatever. And then, um, I was in this one thrift store and I was like, wait, I recognize all of this. I've been here before. We used to be poor. We used to shop here like all the time. And I was like having this like, really, I was like, oh man. I yeah, I used to just think of this as a department store that had closed or something, uh, but like we found the store that we would shop at all the time for clothes and everything. That's so crazy. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense though, because now having kids, I'm like, 
man, they go through like clothes. Like you buy them brand new shoes and they don't fit in a week, and that's really disheartening. Yeah, that would be. I don't. Especially I mean, since they all wear Jordans, you know. Yeah, and I feel like we did hand me downs, mm-hmm. but I don't recall going to a flea. Going to a what do you call those again? Thrift store. Thrift store until I was in college. Right. Yeah. My first memory is like. I was like, what? These stores exist? And then... And then when you went in, it had... I had to go in the right one, too. I was, like, into thrift stores and exploring the thrift scene. I never... I I just went... And then even in college, I went to thrift stores when we had dress-up parties. That's the only reason I went. Yeah, yeah. Like, costume parties. Not, like, dress-up, dress-up. I was... I I guess I I was bratty and snobby. I was, um... I don't know. Ironic t-shirts were cool at the time. Mm, yeah. I was a little, I'm a little younger. Yeah. But I was. Mm-hmm. Just a little. Cassettes. Cassettes. <laughs> what are those? Right. <laughs> Gosh, I, yes. When cassettes would would get messed up. I can't When you had to take your pencil in your cassette. Oh, yeah. Buying cassettes at thrift stores was dumb, too. I mean, they'd sell you like a bin of them for a dollar. But then it's like most of them were messed up. Oh, uh, so you, yeah. You know, if you like leave it on your dashboard, it's destroyed. Oh. Because the sun would like. I I remember being real fancy when someone would give you like that cassette tape that had like yellow and red. Do you remember those? Oh, It was like yeah, the yeah, fancy yeah. cassette tape. Yeah. And that's what I, yeah. Like, where did you get this? Yeah, when someone made the mixtape and handed to you that. <laughs> Who did you steal this from? <laughs> God, and now I think you think about it. Think about I think about when I'm teaching yoga or just want like a badass playlist. All you do is hit like add, 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 right? Yeah. Perfect. God, back in the day when we had cassettes and had to make a playlist or even like, you know, and you had to get the exact, you had to hit the pause and the start. Do you remember high speed dubbing? Like. You could um, you could play it at high speed and it would sound like chipmunks. Yeah, and, but it would copy it at, like, at the... twice the speed. So I did that with like a lot of album. Or well, if you're doing a whole album, you know, like and then so when you listen to it, would it be fast. No, you listen to it at normal speed. Oh, but it would record it faster. Yeah, I don't think I was that talented. That was like some late stage cassette stuff, and CDs were quickly replacing everything wait can you rec- you had to burn cds you couldn't record cds right. Is that right you had to burn cds and that came out a little bit later and then people were like then you could burn mp3 cds and then it was like let's just play mp3s in the car like let's just put music on our devices and plug it into our car that makes more sense yeah but I, but it was nice when someone handed you like now someone can't hand you a playlist and be like i made this for you yeah, it's... That whole... You can, but it's like, oh, how am I going to play this? Like, you hand someone a CD and they're like, I don't have a CD player. Right, oh like, yeah. I'm not going to go out and buy a CD player. I made a record for you. Um, I guess you could give them like a USB drive. Hang you go. Yeah. It doesn't feel as romantic as a cassette tape. Right, you still have to like copy the files to your computer, get them on your thing. And there's no like, and I remember too when people used to do like mixtapes and they would talk during it too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, well, that's what you would find at 
thrift stores, you would find like these custom mixtapes that were kind of wild insights into these people's lives. That would be fun to listen to. And like sometimes they would record the radio and you're like, why are you recording? I remember recording the radio sometimes. Yeah. And then you could listen to like little bits of radio from whenever they were recorded. I thought that was pretty neat. I mean, there were some times that were important things that happened. And I remember trying to, I remember keeping. Like your song was coming on and you had to run to the yeah. tape deck to yeah, hit record. record. You had the, the tape was already in there. Yep. You had yeah. it ready to go. And you, and sometimes you, if you forget, cause didn't you have to hit play and record? Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you did. But a lot of them would lock it together. Okay. Um, the other thing that I always wanted this is like the old timers podcast. <laughs> um, voicemail. Uh, oh, what yeah. were they called? They weren't called voicemails. Voice machines or like leave a message on the machine. Yeah, what were they called? I don't know. Voicemail machines? <laughs> I think you're right. I don't That doesn't. But I remember wanting to. Answering machines. Answering machines. Yeah. When somebody like a boy you had a crush on called and left you a message, like you wanted to keep that tape forever oh, yeah, those tiny, <laughs> the little, tiny tapes. little tapes and you can sit and play it back he called me he said hello can you believe it i'm keeping this forever yeah and then people would have like funny welcome messages like, oh, that their whole family would record yes did you ever do a whole family recording i think we did hi this is the yeah mom and dad Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> hey, darling. Um, no, I don't think, and I don't think I ever did anything exciting on mine. Ah, oh, man, that was so lame. Like, that was. Um, People would take like hours to like record their freaking voicemail thing or answering machine. There's a scene in Gilmore Girls recently where Luke and Lorelai broke up. Spoiler alert! Right? <laughs> they broke up. Yeah, and then Lorelai... wait, they got together. <laughs> <laughs> Then, yeah, I just ruined the whole thing for everybody. <laughs> and then Lorelai leaves some message for Luke. And then she's like, oh, shit, I got to go get the tape. So she breaks into his house and steals the tape. But he's already at her house when she gets home. And she's like, "I, but I have the message. You didn't play it. Like, it was still blinking. And, like, all of this stuff you had to know about answering <laughs> machines to even understand. And he goes, oh, no, I heard the message as you were recording it, as it was playing while you were recording it and I just came right over without listening to the message and like the whole scene took like 15 minutes and I was like man you really need like an intricate understanding of how answering machines worked to actually understand what was going on in this scene I don't think it's gonna like age well yeah People and are gonna be like what and like you can listen to a voicemail as, as it's, it's happening, happening. <laughs> that's so, ridiculous and I remember there are periods where I would have to turn my voice my answering machine volume down and have to remember to turn it back up because I didn't want my parents hearing messages people left me if they were happened to be walking by on my phone on oh, my number because well, yeah. I you know, had my own number your own line <laughs> um, yeah I got my own line and we had a fifth... fax line that became like the internet line at mm, some point we had our, we had so I got my own number in like fourth or fifth grade my sister got hers when she was older I got mine younger because I was more talkative so my sister had her own number mm-hmm. I had my own number we had the house line and then we had an internet line wow should we get a house phone do you think or should we just get another cell phone because my kid's going to start having friends from school and having a house line was convenient 
back when I was young because then friends could just call the house. Yeah. You know? So we've been talking about that and I was like, under no circumstances are we going to get like a phone line? Do people still do that? I don't know. I feel like I was watching something and someone just got a phone line. I mean, some people have them, but I don't know that they get used. And But it is weird though, then even more so because if you're using with your kids' friends and if there's two parents, they're always going to be talking to one parent more. If you're right. using a cell phone, because you don't have the same, and then do you like do you give your kid like if before your kid has a phone and wants to talk to their friend, do they use your cell phone? Yeah, do you just give out your number to to do you give your number to your kid to give out to other kids and who do they call mom or dad? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I like is there a Wikipedia for this? Because like, there's got to be. There's got to be. Look it up on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Let me talk to. Let me talk to the internet about this. I remember getting so... So, I remember when I first started calling my friends and, like, practicing what you're supposed to say. Yeah, like, if the dad answers or yeah. if the mom answers. Hi, Mr. Bump, so-and-so, this is Rachel. Can so-and-so talk? And one of the friend's brothers would always make fun of me when I said it like that. Right. And yeah. I, and I like, that has been... Every time someone answers the phone, I get so nervous because I got made fun of, like, more than once where he would, like... I can't remember what he did, but it was such a dick about it and made me really self-conscious. And, like, I would hang up if he answered after that. But I have a phobia of how I, like, present myself when I first answer the phone. It's so, like... Or when I call somebody. Thomas Edison or Graham Bell or whatever to, like, have this conversation. <laughs> like, wow, wow, is someone there? Is someone there? I can hear you breathing. Click. Like, <laughs> oh, God, what was that? Oh, I know what it was. It was something like, can she talk now, I would say, or something. I can forget how I word it, and I hate it. Kind of like, I, this is, I think this is the same brother that I remember as a kid going up to the house and knocking on the door. I'm like, hey, can so-and-so come out to play? Mm-hmm. Like, that seems like an okay thing to say. Yeah, yeah. For a kid. Right. I mean, that would be weird. I mean, I still do it. <laughs> I just walk up to random doors. Hey, can can Bobby come out to play? Um but I remember getting made fun of for that. Yeah. What are you supposed to say? Um, my brother, um, we had like a really close family that we were friends with my whole life. But the story goes that, um, so they had a kid that was the same age as my older brother. And he just came to our door one day and knocked on the door. And my mom answered the door and he's like, do you have kids that live here? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. And she's like... Well, can he come out to play? <laughs> that was it. Like, we were friends with those, that funny. family forever. Dude. We still see them. I want to start knocking on people's doors and asking Do people. Do kids live, <laughs> live here? <laughs> That's a great way to do it. But yeah, I really want to start knocking on, like, find some hot guy and knock on his door. Hey, can you come out and play? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a sex thing. Yeah. Is daddy home? <laughs> That's always weird to me. I mean, after becoming a dad. What, daddy? Yeah. I think we've talked about it. Yeah. I get that it's a thing outside of pedophilia, but the the person who is the daddy mm-hmm. has to think, oh, you're my daughter? See, I don't think... I know. <laughs> I think about that because there is somebody that I know that likes to throw around, dad, to throw around the daddy word a lot. 
Mm-hmm. So like as a response, I will just respond back to it sometimes. Even though I'm like, Ooh. but I don't think it's. Wait, I thought you liked the daddy thing. I like the. I like when he uses it because it feels like dominant. Yeah, yeah. But it also weirds me out because right. they have kids. He has kids. Um, I'm like, I'm thinking, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it's just I think it's more of like a dominance thing and not like he sees her as a daughter, but like Danny. I understand that. I completely understand yeah. that. But you know, it's kind of like flea market. It's like, how did we get here? And I don't want to think about how we got here because that makes it not hot immediately. Like, there's nothing cool about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but like in certain contexts, it does sound. Um, it does sound hot. Well, maybe that's what it is. It's like on the border. It's on the you know. It's on that line. Walking the line. It's a pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. that no. Not only pedophilia, but like, um, how did Daddy become so sexual? Do you want to know for real? Read it. If it's good, you can read it out loud. Okay. Um, bah, bah, bah. But yeah, so. I always think it's like a. Um, it has to be like a parent having sex with a kid. And That's gross. That um, is the grossest. Some say it dates back to 1681 when prostitution began, adapting the term as a way to refer to their pimps. Oh. Well, yeah, that makes sense in the context that it's mostly used in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Pimp daddy. Yeah. I forgot about pimp daddy. Yeah. That was big when answering machines were big. Pimp daddy? Yeah. I mean, like anything daddy. Like if you added daddy to something, it was just like. Trick daddy was a thing. Wasn't Trick daddy is a person. Right. Yeah. A person. <laughs> I meant. <laughs> there were a lot of daddies in the late 90s. What other daddy? Puff yeah. Puff daddy? Yeah. Was P- Puff daddy was pre-P diddy, right? P. Diddy. <laughs> I mean, there was a Puff Daddy and then became P. Right, Diddy. Right, but was Puff Daddy, it was Puff Daddy, then P. Diddy? I think so. Or was it P. Diddy, then Puff? Or was it Puff Daddy? Puffy was Puff a thing, Di- too. Puff. Yeah, then it was just, was, was he just Puff for a while? No, I don't think ever was he Puff. No, he was just Diddy for a while, right? Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, that's not Daddy. It's not a, nowhere close. <laughs> but Daddy, it's the way you say it, too. Like, Dad doesn't sound that way but when you're just like daddy it the way your mouth says it mm-hmm. sounds feel sexy nanny <laughs> no daddy no not like daddy like a, like a southern daddy 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 <laughs> like peppa pig saying daddy yeah that is <laughs> i think about some accents Trying to sound dirty. Yeah. And there's some accents that just don't think anything they say would feel dirty. Like British people. Yeah. Oh, I'm naughty, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you've been quite misbehaved. (laughs) This is getting me randy. Like they're so. I mean, and, they, and you watch it, and you're like, "What is happening?" Like, I know, and, they, I know. and then you're like, "Oh, they are turned on." <laughs> like you can visibly see it. Do they use like words like "pussy"? <laughs> no, we came up with that in America. How could you say it with an English accent? I think they say um, "fanny," right? Or, oh, fanny's not your butt. Oh, maybe I don't know. I think it's also <laughs> just looking everything up today. <laughs> I'm going to stop acting like I know things. 
<laughs> I'm feeling like real researchy today. Yeah, I feel a little. Um, Where would I even look up pussy and British? Yep, I think that's what you would look up. If anybody ever looked at my search history, it'd be, you'd be like, "Oh, I've already looked this up before." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh, you've yeah, you've got the site bookmarked." Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, talking about pussies. Uh, oh, what? What did? Why do they say that pussy means sweet and affectionate? In Britain, it means sweet and affectionate. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, pussy willow. Fanny <laughs> does. You're right about Fanny. I know I was right, but you didn't want. But you don't want to. I'm not gonna like mansplain uh, Fanny. That's <laughs> okay. You can be, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Is it not really? Is that mansplaining if I'm wrong? I don't know. It's not. I mean. I mean, and at some point, is anything a man says mansplaining because you're a man and you're explaining it? I think so. Yeah. I had a. That's what you say to like a professor in college. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, mansplaining quantum physics to me. <laughs> Mansplain me, Daddy. Um, nice, <laughs> nice little sex. Thank you. Um, so talking about, I don't know. I could be saying talking about. This is a weird. I'm trying to over segue the thing with a new catchphrase. Talking about. No, my my. You know, I have illegal or not illegal. A legal. No, illegal. 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 Uh, do I say it weird? A legal. Illegal. What are you saying? <laughs> Illegal. No, just finish your whole sentence and then I'll re say it in a man's voice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have not very legal, it's not exactly legal boxes for my TV viewing. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So That's what's that word? Illegal. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you say it, right? Illegal. Uh huh. <laughs> you don't want to mansplain me. I no. I just I'm not sure. Illegal, illegal. I don't yeah, know. Illegal. I don't say it like that for sure. Illegal. Like a sick bird. And I say illegal. Okay. Okay. Um, is that a Jersey thing? Illegal. <laughs> because if you have a legal right to do something, that would be illegal, right? I have a legal right to be here. Yeah, but a legal right to do something sounds different than illegal. Okay. I mean, does it? In my head, a little it? bit. Yeah, it's like a little faster. Well, so my I have my remote for my box <laughs> has been thrown around my room a lot more than I have, sadly, and it's it doesn't always work. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, like and and like I have it all taped up, and you have to hold it a certain way, and then you have to play with the wire. It's just like. And I, every night I get, I get like nervous going to sleep because I sleep with TV. Nervous. Is it going to work? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to spend three hours trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I can't sleep without TV. Oh, wow. So unless someone else is with me. No, it just, it becomes that much more important. Yes. Oh, so important. Yeah. So, and the, you know, the person, the asshole person who set up that box for me is the guy that ghosted me years and years ago. Right, right, right. Couch ghoster. So, you take a sip in the <laughs> middle of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you need to say like I, I'm like sitting back now, and you know, like really spill. This is so not an exciting story, but we're waiting for your remote. I had like it was, an, it was at night on a Saturday, and I was bored at home, so I decided 
I'm like, what am I going to do about this box thing? Because I don't know what to buy. I bought the wrong kind the last time and I got illegal. See, now it's the difference. I got a real box. So oh, I, that wasn't okay, jailbroken. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I didn't know, like, and I'm like, fuck. So I, I messaged Ghoster. I messaged Couch Ghoster. Yeah. And he taught me the next morning. He messaged me back really early the next morning. He helped me jailbreak my fire stick instead of buying a new box. Okay. He helped me set up, got me the codes and helped me set up all these new and I got the even better like streaming apps now. Whoa. Yes. So he's like a nerd. No, I'm just kidding. He's like he's a tech king, support. He's te- yeah, he's a tech. He's like. That's cool. Tech guy. So yeah, I got all that done. So that I feel like that was well worth messaging someone who ghosted you. Like, you know, TV's more important than pride. Right. And I understand. Like when you get a message like that from an ex, it's like, oh, okay. Like. And he knows TV's life for me. I, I like that. I like that story because I have I have exes that would never do that. They would never message me, although they know that I would be available to help them. And acting like you don't know somebody is kind of weird, especially yeah. if that person is like helpful. Yes, and like and it's like I'm not gonna like try to have dinner with you or anything. When he sat through step by step and. I mean, we didn't talk on the phone. It was all through messaging. Yeah. But like, sent me screenshots of stuff. And I'm like, I can't find this. And he's like, no, do this. I'm like, oh my God. And now I feel like I need to buy him a present. Oh, okay. But he ghosted me. So like, no. Yeah. I, I don't think you owe him anything. Um, But so, and but so like I have all these new streaming things. And now I found a new, one of them had a shit ton of porn. So that's cool. It's weird to watch porn on the big TV, but that's just me. Instead of on the little, like, do you like to watch it on your laptop? I guess laptop? on, like, the phone or the laptop, yeah. Mm. You like the big screen porn? Like, mm-hmm. a, would you have, like, a theater? Like, would you project it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I just have never been that interested in seeing it so I, larger than I, life. I mean, I feel like on the phone, it's just so small, and then it's like a phone. And then... I've watched porn on the TV before, but it's like. I mean, think about when you were big. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't watch this. But think about like if you're watching porn with someone else, wouldn't you watch it on a TV? I guess so. Yeah. Now I feel weird that I watch it. Should I feel weird that I watch porn on TV? No, you should feel like good about it. I often have to not let kids see it. So. Oh well, so here's the cool thing about this one particular app: mm-hmm. to get to the porn section, the porn section's locked. Yeah. So I do have to have a code to get to porn. But you're watching porn, a kid walks in. Oh, different story, yeah. You're on your phone, you just put your phone down. That's true. <laughs> like when I walked, I mean, it wasn't porn, but I walked into my parents watching Imparable Lightness of Being, which was just all sex. Mm-hmm. But art, you know, artsy sex. Yeah, that is that is weird. And then, but, that, but I've watched lots of sex. That sounds so weird. I watched lots of sex with my mom and dad. Yeah, I've watched a few sex scenes with my parents, and I think the first time I didn't even realize it because I had watched this movie before or something, and then like the sex scene happened, and then later I was like, "Oh, that's weird that I watched that with my parents." I can't even tell you how many sex dirty movies I've watched with my parents. Yeah, that's weird. You know, it was like a thing for you guys. Was it? Now I'm like <laughs> grossed out by that. Come here, Daddy. The sex scene's on. 
I only watching I only like watching sex scenes when my dad's around. Um, no, it was that one. You know, risky. The two were the biggest were the risky business, which I talked about in the, at least on the old podcast, and um, and Japanese porn by accident. So it might not have been a ton of movies, but those two really stood out. Wow! Yeah, especially the Japanese porn one because that was. Both of those were in movie theaters. Risky Business. But I don't think my parents knew that Risky Business was, like, going to be quite so dirty. Yeah. I was young. I love Risky Business. Maybe that's why I love dirty things. I watched watched too much sex when I was young. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen Risky Business all the way through. Well, it's one of my favorite movies. You know why it's one of my favorite movies? Porky's. No, no, you know why? Do you know why Risky oh, Business no. is one of my favorite movies? Because they create this whole sex business. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's, I guess, my, my dream of wanting to be a, a sexpreneur. Doesn't, don't people say that about, um, what is it, Pretty Women? Pretty Woman? Pretty Woman also was one of my favorite movies because yeah. I also wanted, because she was a prostitute that got whisked away although I never wanted to get whisked away I just wanted the money part and then they could have driven away right right a lot of people wanted it to end differently I didn't want her to end up I just wanted her, him to give her money yeah but then yeah and you know that was back when I watched all those like Hollywood wives things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they all were on private planes wearing fur coats god I love a fur coat yeah there is a scene in a comedy I don't remember what it was but like this um they didn't know this girl was a prostitute and then the boss was like hey you know i i'm sorry i didn't know you were a prostitute and we we shouldn't have hired you for this thing but we will offer you a job if you want to like clean up your act and become you know a worker at at our job and she's like i make like three hundred thousand dollars a year i'm not gonna give this up for your for little, your little dumb to job clean the toilet. and i was like yeah Exactly. I've been watching, I've been spending way too much time on TikTok. Like something got sent to me one day on TikTok, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you just go into a TikTok (laughs) (laughs) K-hole. It's like seven hours later. I don't follow anybody on TikTok. I just scroll, you know, like everyone does like for hours. But you tend to get like, like, I'm not going to see the same TikToks you are all the time where different things are going to be sent. So for some reason, my TikToks are... Women who've committed felonies, mm-hmm. people in sobriety, drug addicts that are still actively active, drug addicts. Wow. Um, yeah, prisoners of TikTok. Um, and then like the fun drinking moms and like some of the college ones and then like interracial couples. and But yeah, I get a lot of prison felony stuff. Oh, and right. I don't know why. But. TikTok might know something about Oh, me. and strippers. Oh, strippers galore. Was strippers, and then I'm like, damn! And then I see there's stacks of cash, and I'm like, why? Where did I go wrong by going to college? Where did I make that go down that bad path? Yeah, stripping is a noble trade. Oh, it is. It's hard too. It's definitely hard. There's a lot of like, um, I don't know. It's pretty bad for its like body image, like stuff. Yes. Um, I'm sure there are like body conscious strip joints there are you know like body positive strip joints there are and that's cool but that's still like you you wouldn't want like 
the regular stripper body and do do stripping at the body conscious. Yeah, so thing. that becomes another whole thing because sometimes I can't help my stripper bod. You know, because sometimes body conscious can over can like leave, even body conscious stuff leaves out bodies. Yeah, straight up like people who are born with the stripper body, mm-hmm. the regular stripper body. Well, that that is even not cool to say. People who are born like that. It depends what aesthetic people like, but if you're the like, traditional stripper tra- tra- body, traditional like if you're tall, big boobs, big butt, like whatever it is, or if whatever that is, yeah. If you're in that, and then there's like the body positivity, which is the opposite of that, then you're not in that. So, is it really body positivity? Right. I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's a place that's solved all of it. May you explain know? it. I don't know. Did you? Did I, I just, mansplain it? No, I was kidding. I, was, oh. I wanted you to. I just want to keep saying mansplain. Oh man, yeah, that's a thing. Mansplaining. Oh my god, talking about mansplaining. I have to say, stop saying talking about. I was in a store today. Uh huh. Okay. <clears throat> and this guy, I was going, I was getting gas. Mm-hmm. And then I went inside to get something. I can't remember what. And I'm behind, I'm second in line. And this guy comes up to me. First of all, there's still like, could be COVID. Like, you know, we're still in half lockdown. It's not really half lockdown. Like, we're still in like, not everyone's vaccinated. Also, right. I don't like people near me anyway. This guy comes real close to me and he goes, hey. Yeah. Like whispered, he goes, do you have a couple bu- Do you have a couple bucks you can spare? And I was uh, going to pay cash. And I was like, fuck, now I can't pay cash. I'm going to put on a card because I didn't want to see my money. I said no, which I could have just said no and been fine with it. But then I didn't want to walk out with cash knowing he was there. And then I see him go and buy like a six pack. Yeah. So I guess he wanted a 12 pack. I'm like, dude, I'm not buying your alcohol anyway. Mm-hmm. Like then I'm done online and mm-hmm. he ended up behind me with his alcohol. And this was at like no shame. There are day there are day drinkers. He might maybe he works the night shift. It was that like eight or nine o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Can you buy alcohol that early? I, I didn't think you can. You, I th- the liquor store wasn't open yet, so I'm not sure. Georgia has weird laws about it. That's yeah, I, I don't know because the sure. liquor store wasn't open, but he was at the convenience store part of it. Yeah. But when he slid by, and it would happen so... Slithered by. He did, and his hand grazed my ass. Ew. And at that moment, I was like, did that... And I'm mad at myself for not turning around and screaming at him. But I was so grossed out by the whole thing. Yeah. That I just wanted to leave, so I don't know what the right thing to do there was. But I really wanted to do something. Yeah, I don't know what to do in that situation where they they do like a graze, like yeah, and it was obvious, an obvious graze. It was totally obvious, but deniable, you know. Yeah, like I was just going to get in line, right? But first of all, you didn't have to be that. Why are you even that close to me? Getting in line, like moving right. forward in line, you should six feet. Yeah, you should never be that fucking close to me. No matter quarantine, no quarantine, COVID, no COVID, get out of my fucking space, dude. Right, right. It's like I'm not worried about. COVID so much as you're too close. And you smell <laughs> and yeah, you're creeping me out. So, and then part of me also, when I was leaving, I'm like, I wanted to turn around and say something. And then the other part of me was like, I want to get out of here as fast as fuck I can before he's done ringing out, ringing up, being rung out, being ring up. 
before he's done paying so that he didn't walk outside and see my car or like walk to my car. So I also was like trying to fly out of there. Yeah, it's hard to tell what to do because you can stand up and say something to the person, but then it's like, that's just their MO. It's not going to stop them from Oh, no, doing it's it not again. going to stop them. It and might turn them on more, and that's not what you exactly, want. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like, is that, just, is that his thing? Yeah. Like, if I yell at him, is he going to be more drawn? And then follow me into my car. And before I can lock my doors, he's like in my backseat. Yeah, I guess just if you ever see him again, you kind of know his MO, maybe. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. But it was, I felt so violated. Yeah. I mean, I like people touching my ass, but only if I want them to. Yeah. yeah. And at least be good looking. That was terrible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me for money. And also, don't ask me for money and then touch my ass. Like, give me money and then touch my ass. Yes. He, 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 he read the room wrong. Right. Now, how do you admit like, hey, you want, you want some money? And then touch my ass? Okay, maybe. Hey, do you want a couple dollars? <laughs> and you're like, no, go away. You're gross because of your ugliness. <laughs> yeah, and it would definitely have to be more than a couple dollars. But like, yeah, he could have, if he really wanted to touch my ass, there is a whole way around, you know. <laughs> there is a way to touch my ass. <laughs> there is. That's just not, not asking for money first. I can promise you that. But, you know, maybe it's worked before. That's, yeah, he's like, last time I asked for money, I got laid. <laughs> Or I got yelled at, which is better than laid. Yeah. Well. Oh. That startled my ears. Sorry. No, that's good. I thought you were going to talk, but then it was music, and it just startled my ears. Well, have a wonderful day, y'all. Check out Instagram, my so-called mess. You can rate and review five stars. Also, you can check out Fig Life Coaching. Set up your complimentary call. Set up a one-time call. Have a, and just enjoy your day. Peace out.